Good morning, listeners. We are here again. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. Today is January 27th, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to the Lord God. Ooh, he's coming on strong with all kinds of messages. There is a theme. And the theme is that God is in control. You almost have to repeat it. God is in control. God is in control. Almighty God is in control. So all we can do is pray to him in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You are ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's start with trusting God day by day. All right. It says, invite God into every area of your life. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. Hard facts, guys, hard facts. God wants to help us bring the things that seem big to us and with the things that seem less significant to us. He wants to help us when we feel desperate and when we don't. Years ago, I figured out that everything in life is over my head. It's all too much for me to handle alone. And I used to run to God only when I thought I was desperate. But then one day, I finally realized I was desperate all the time and just didn't know it. So the same may be true for you. 
You are desperate for God all the time, whether you realize it or not. In John 15, 5, Jesus says, Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. As we abide in him through faith, we can do everything. But apart from him, we can do nothing that will have any real lasting value. Okay. Our desperate need for God and his desire for us to abide in him do not mean that we have to sit around being supernatural, super spiritual all the time. We do not need to feel obligated to read our Bibles or confine ourselves to a prayer closet for hours each day. It should be part of our lives, but we don't need to feel as if we are being spiritual when we do it and unspiritual when we do other things. When we really love God and he is first in our lives, every single thing we do becomes spiritual in a way because we're doing it with him, in him, through him, by him, for him. Gotta get that. Let me encourage you to invite God into every area of your life through faith. Jesus died so that we can enjoy our lives, every part of them. So trust in him. Are there any other things in your life that you don't feel particularly spiritual about? Well, trust God with every area of your life so that you can enjoy all things the big and the insignificant because you're doing them with him because you are doing them with him okay stay right there we'll be right back with more prayers there's a good word today God's promises say Psalm 119, 129. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. There are those who regard the Bible principally as the history of Israel. Others admit that it sets forth the soundest ethics ever enunciated. But these things, important as they are, are only incidental to the real theme of the Bible, which is, the story of God's redemption as it exists in Jesus Christ. So, those who read the scriptures as magnificent literature, breathtaking poetry, or history, and overlook the story of salvation, well, they miss the Bible's real meaning and message. So, don't let us be among the ones who miss it. Okay. Hope for each day says, keep no secrets from God. First Kings 839 says, you alone know the hearts of all men. These words, don't let them frighten you, even though they might, because they remind us of a truth that we often forget. 
that God knows everything about us, even our deepest thoughts and our motives. We can hide them from other people and we may even hide them sometimes from ourselves, but we can't hide them from God. This shouldn't surprise us. After all, God knows everything and the Bible says nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So think back over just the last 24 hours at all the thoughts that you didn't want anyone else to know. But God knew them. Yes, he did. Every one of them. But something should surprise us. In spite of all he knows about us, God still loves us. In fact, the verse above occurs in a prayer by King Solomon, thanking God for his love and forgiveness. So thank God for his grace and thank him that in spite of all he knows about us in Christ, he has forgiven us all our trespasses. Amen. Amen. We Christians are not to be conformed to this world in the way we think. The world, by its advertisements, its conversation, and its philosophy, is engaged in a gigantic brainwashing. Not always consciously, but sometimes unconsciously, the Christian is beset by secular and worldly propaganda that is calling us to live our, live for ourselves and put things and selfish pleasures ahead of God. The world's sewage system threatens to contaminate the stream of Christian thought. However, above the din, we can hear the voice of scripture. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Time yourself the next time you read the Bible and pray. Compare that to the amount of time that you spend watching television or surfing the internet or strolling Instagram. Is God getting his share of your time and attention? Is the world shaping your mind or are you letting Christ shape it? Amen. Really good food for thought. Just good food for thought. Okay, God's way day by day. Isaiah 58, 11 says, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought. Many times, God will reveal a plan for meeting your need, and that plan very often includes something specific that you must do. A young man was discussing his love life, or rather his lack of love life, with his grandfather. He admitted to his grandfather that he hadn't been out on a date in several months, and he finally gave a big sigh and said to his grandfather, Gramps, 
I guess I'm just going to have to trust God to send me a wife. His grandfather replied with a twinkle in his eye. He said, well, I suspect that God would be a lot more eager to help you if he knew you had the nerve to ask the girl that he sends to you for a date. That's interesting. Just one example. Bow your heads. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago, hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, for the blessings of your son, for my family, for my friends, and every neighbor. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my father up in heaven for the many gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Let that sink in. Stay right there. And we'll be back in just a second. Holy Spirit, you know my heart, you understand my deepest wants and needs, and you know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence and nothing I could do to hide from you. And that is why right now I'm asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for, but my soul is weary and I am tired. I often worry about making the right decision, but I want to live a life that honors you. Even though I may feel like I can't move forward or see anything, I know that I have you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Dear Father, this world seems to move faster and faster, and I am trying to keep up. But God in the whirlwind, instead I get caught up. Like an unbeatable force, it pulls me in. But I know eventually I cannot win. I must learn to rest in your perfect peace. And though good, let all endeavors cease. Oh, that my feet would mimic your pace, so your joy would be set upon my face. 
Help me, Jesus, to slow down when you would. Help me, Lord, to rest as I should. Thank you for loving me just as I am. Thank you that rest is part of your plan. Amen. Amen. I said a prayer for you today. I prayed that God would lift you up in his hand, comfort you with his love, wipe every tear from your eyes, and strengthen you to face each day. I prayed that God would remind you that you are never alone. And all you have to do is imagine him by your side. Amen. And now, God's purpose for your life talks about guarantees. Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Today, take heart in these three facts about God's plan for us. First, God will show us his will. Our Savior assumes responsibility for telling us how to live each day. It is, however, our responsibility to do as he says. If he says move forward, we must comply, trusting him to orchestrate the circumstances of our lives and provide for our needs. Secondly, God is committed to our success. From birth, the Lord has been working the circumstances of our lives together to fulfill the purposes that he has for us. He remains steadfast in his desire to teach us how to accomplish everything that he created us to do. And third, God will correct and redirect us when we make a wrong turn. You can count on that. No matter how badly we mess up, God will take the broken pieces of our lives and with the glue of his unconditional love, he will put us back together. He says without fail, I will take you right where you are and show you how to live out the rest of your life with my help and strength. Hallelujah. Anyway, Jesus, thank you for being committed to your wonderful plan for my life. Please teach me to live in a manner that glorifies you. That's our prayer every day. Amen. Amen. All my little double amens today. <laughs> I'm amening to the amen. And then amen on top of that again. Amen. <laughs> okay, prayers from the wilderness. Let's go there. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, it is my desire to please you with my life and to fulfill your plan for my life. As I grow in your word, I am beginning to feel a closeness to you that I know is crucial to my being. 
And as my connection to you increases, I have a desire to be shaped, molded, and developed by you and for you. I am grateful for your sovereign power over my life. When I feel disconnected and frayed, I can depend on you for hope and guidance. I realize being attached to you prevents me from going off course. I am not without longing for a perfect life. However, the more I absorb your word and experience your love, I long to pursue the greater gifts of the kingdom, the gifts you have placed inside me to be used for your glory. Lord, I pray you birth what you've placed inside me so I do not live a life being full and pregnant. Bless me to deliver and to be fruitful because without this fulfillment, my life will be empty. Help me to rest in the faith that you have a time to bring this to pass. As I wait for you, Lord, please provide me with steps of spiritual growth and continue to prepare me for new beginnings. And Father, please be merciful. Periodically allow me to experience just a portion of my restoration. Then remind me my task is to believe, to pray, and to grow in your word. Your role as the sovereign power in my life is to speak my newness into full existence. Because you are a God who keeps his word, Father, I wait with great expectations and full comfort. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 1611 says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forever. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen to the glory of God through us. Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And Hebrews 10.35 says, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. I'm so happy today, guys. Today, so far, there is no need. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. So we have just brought God into the equation. We have put him at the forefront of our lives. We're fully protected. We know we have faith. We know we have love. 
We know we have peace. We know we have God. And truth be told, we know we have no need. Amen. Please, please share this podcast with others. It is meant to be a healing podcast. It is meant to bring people together to pray. It is for those that love to pray, those that want to pray more, those that want a relationship with God. I have been consistent with that. So make sure you spread the word. Please, please, please. I know the Lord is always with me. He's helping me. God's mighty power supports you and me. Okay, come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. Have a glorious day. Be kind to your neighbor. Let the Jesus show up in you and show out. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.